Good morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Every Friday here at 11.50 a.m. KKNW, I'll be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirits. You know how hard it was to say that with the music in the background? I was like <laughs> dancing and listening. It's got that nice soulful strut into the weekend. It made my heart sing. Makes me feel good to listen to some good music. That's Intuition, Nathaniel Talbot, nathanieltalbot.com, and we'll play that song in its entirety at the end of the show. Great song. He has a song. Uh, uh, he's a farmer on Woodby Island. Deep Harvest Harvest Farm and Seeds, Woodby Island. Check out his Facebook page. And he's an amazing musician. I booked him for Pencove Tap Room a couple years ago. So I'm hoping to see him live one of these days. <laughs> one of these days soon. Uh, I just want to invite everyone to uh, check out my Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie Patreon page. I have... Um, win a would-be trip with me coming up uh, this summer and you the drawing will be April 2nd also if you uh, get in on the Patreon you can also uh, maybe be a guest on my show so you come out and visit me and then you can come on the show and talk about your experience I am doing classes every Wednesday 6 to 7 on Zoom I didn't want to but I'm doing just fine <laughs> now I'm learning all the the back end of you know, getting people in there and registered, and then we start talking. That's the best part is teaching what I teach. Um, it's astrology and relationships this coming Wednesday. And did you know all the planets are going direct right now? I did not know that. This is the time to okay. get on the dance floor, 2021, right. and this is the month. Yeah. Before, I was sitting out on, like, a wallflower for about a year <laughs> waiting for the light to turn green to feel like we can actually move forward. And this is the time. The planets are direct. And Act now is basically what you're saying. The moon is in Gemini, and I'm a triple Gemini. So I'm stoked to be here communicating <laughs> <laughs> to anybody. Because like I said, it was so hard to get on the freeway and leave the little island and drive. And there's people everywhere. And here I am with Benny <laughs> Mathers. Well, that song's intuition, and that's what I teach, is how to keep your intuition tuned up. And I had an intuitive hunch, and I made a phone call. And joining me this morning is Sharon Hockenberry. Good morning, Sharon. Good morning, Dina. I just I'm had so happy a, to be here. I know. I was like, we we were uh, talking and, and you were running and I was like trying to keep moving and we didn't know how to stop. <laughs> but here we are together on the show. Yeah. And you've been on the show before. Yes, I have. Now tell the listeners the first time where you met me. Well, my daughter has a shop called Tea with Your Dragon and Dina brought her wonderful self to help us all figure out how to... Um, fill in the holes where our chakras were like uh, empty and did one of her readings. And yeah, just, I got to see how uh, wonderful and beautiful you are and just how sincere it was a beautiful connection. And I'm glad we stayed connected over the years. It's, it's, it was fun. We probably did it for a couple of years and you, you live in North Bend. Uh, you're the owner of Twin Peaks Nutrition and Wellness and also um, the owner of the Serenity Now coaching program online. And you were on, this is why I thought of you, because last year, my life has changed so much in the last year. We spent the winter solstice together the year before, and then you came over and we, we did a show when I was house-sitting in Magnolia. So you were on January 10th, 2020. Well, and I didn't know that the, the, the you-know-what hit the fan, you know, it <laughs> Yeah, and here I am, a business owner, and then COVID hits. And so this year was a, totally about transformation and pivoting and taking visions 
and not holding so tight to them that I couldn't see the broader picture. And so this last year has been um, pretty intense. I guess I, every all of us could see, you know, say that lost loved ones to COVID. Um, I've had to really reorganize my business and then I've created online um, methods to reach out to people and I still am doing what I love, which I'm so thankful I did not abandon that. I am picking up waiting up tables on a couple of evenings a week to, to pick up the pieces. And I actually really love that too. Yeah, you know, I'm doing that too. And that's how I, I meet more people. It's better than being on Facebook or advertising or anything because honestly, I was I, I do tastings at the would-be distillery. Mm-hmm. And this woman recognized me and she was, you're Dina Marie. And I'm like, I am, but I don't know who she is, right? And then they started talking about me. And then I went uh, to the tap room uh, the day after, and the woman was walking by and she went upstairs and had gotten my card from my office. So you see how that is being out and about, you're going to bring more people to your place anyways. Yeah, it's interesting because people people love connecting. um, Or they wouldn't be out eating, right? And usually I'm in a little wild flower bistro in north bend and it's the cutest little restaurant and she's created outdoor seating that's just beautiful and the warmth of the fire and the food is like unbelievable she's a wine expert i mean this woman really knows her wine and is a chef extraordinaire so it's really fun you know i being the last night i dropped a burger on the ground <laughs> as i was serving and i picked it up so i could eat it and i did i grabbed it <laughs> this is not going to waste <laughs> but also if you have ever waited or done catering or any of that you know you don't get to eat because you're constantly moving 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 and like yeah if they make an yeah, order wrong it was at nine o'clock when i was uh, yeah. doing pots and pans that i finally got to scarf down this gourmet burger but i the woman says oh don't worry the five second rule I'll eat. <laughs> we have kids we understand that right I said, are you kidding me i get the five second rule yeah. i'll go get you a new burger <laughs> I, I, I hate to say this but i talked to my kids when they were little. I used to eat while changing diapers. I mean, you just you do what you need to do, right? And yeah. I think I think being also we were t- me and my son were talking about being a server. How you treat people differently when you're on the other end. You always say thank you and uh, mm-hmm. you tip a lot. <laughs> you, yeah. you, you know, I like and I I really I love it. And I think really what uh, it, it has come to is that we have to be ultra creative, not just you know do the same old same old and. That's why I'm back teaching again. It's online, but I have to keep my higher chakras intact, which is your inspiration, your imagination, creativity, you know, and also keep our hearts open um, and practice self-love. And that's why your place is important. Eating right, exercise. Now more than ever, taking care of your your health. It was before, but now more than ever. You know, speaking of inspiration, I, I had come across a coach that helped me develop this online program. And I thought, what is the, what is the niche? What do I love? And it was helping people work their way through anxiety, no matter where they're at in life. And little did I know that 2020 would be a year of anxiety for people on a whole new level. So talk about serendipitous, being in tune with the, with your higher power, the universe. I knew that's what I was supposed to do created this program using health, wellness, uh, lifestyle, and really helping people work with the neuroplasticity of the brain so that they don't then spend the year grooving negative pathways. And they could really take their energy and groove positive pathways 
for the greater good as opposed to going into despair and depression. So let's let's talk about anxiety because now I'm hearing all kinds of commercials on television, not television, I don't read, it's a Pandora, and yeah. they say, I don't even know what the drug is that they're selling, but it's something uh-huh. to do with that and people having heart attacks and such. But, you know, I'll be honest, two weeks ago I had this, a blow. Like, I was like, I did not see it coming. And for the last two weeks, my blood pressure got high mm-hmm. because I was thrown under the bus a little bit. And so now I have to go back to exercising, get outside, breathe, stop thinking about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So what are some of the things that people can do for anxiety? Well, you just mentioned quite a few of them, but the idea is to create uh, techniques, tools, routines, and rituals that are a everyday part of your life um, so that as the ebbs and flow of life come, sometimes smack you upside the head and go into high blood pressure, you have this toolkit. Oh, and you open up the toolkit. Oh, I'm going to go walk in nature. I'm going to ground myself. I'm going to commit to more self-care, whatever it may be. Um, so that's what, what my program is about. I u- also use hypnosis. So I am a hypnotist and I find that establishing um, on a subconscious level anchors that help us subconsciously go back to a place of deep knowing and peace. And so those are meditation is one everybody knows about people go to counseling, but I, I also think there's great value in interruption techniques and then techniques that help people establish new neural pathways. And then, of course, having the lifestyle and good nutrition. And I'm not a fanatic about, you know, uh, nutrition fads come and go. They rename themselves. And I think balance really is the key. And I was a hypnotherapist. and You're a hypnotherapist. Yeah. And we did the show last year. We had, it was supposed to be a half hour show. It turned into an hour. The Reiki, mm-hmm. uh, anytime I do Reiki, my energy is 100% better. Uh, yeah. And, of course, I was a personal trainer. So the whole nutrition, exercise yeah. And I, you're right. In the middle of the night, I started thinking, and that's when I could tell my blood pressure was going up. I was, uh, how to say, I was revisiting uh, what happened, you know, and I was revisiting it again and again. You're like, stop it. And then I went on vacation in my head. And that was one of the techniques, like go on vacation in your head. And sure enough, I'm at the beach, my feet are in the sand, I'm riding my bike, and, and it stopped. You know, you could feel it stop. But, you know, Dean, I think women are, they're, they're very capable of multitasking problem solving. And I also find that women a lot of times tend to be what I call very Pollyannish. They, oh, it'll be fine. And they just blow it off and they try to talk themselves out of it. So I think it's important to have techniques that help us work through the emotions so that the emotions don't bury themselves in our body and then manifest as disease. So it's also a really, really important is not to blow it off, explain it away, but take the time to really process it. And honestly, it doesn't have to take, to take a lot of time, but um, anxiety is definitely something we can manage. Unfortunately, the traditional Western model, uh, model is let's just drug it away. And the side effects are, um, they're vast and, and um, long-term. I was just talking with a client the other day who came off a new drug too fast and it's caused some neurological damage. And so it's going to take her probably two to three years to restore that damage. Mm-hmm. And it was, she went to her doctor in desperation. She didn't have tools. The only tool he had was medication. And it's not that it doesn't have its place, 
but we need to be more complementary, bringing in lifestyle techniques, routines, rituals, things that can complement with the hope of eventually letting it go. That's a good one. And I, I liked you said, instead of letting it go, you said taking a higher plane mm-hmm. the other day. That was pretty cool. Uh, and we're going to mm-hmm. talk about that. But I, I have to say, because something just flashed in my mind. I always say worrying is praying backwards. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, two weeks ago, something happened. And then I had this something delivered to my old address from an attorney. So I had a week before I could go pick it up, you know. And my voice kept saying, maybe it's something good. My higher voice kept saying, maybe it's something good. But, but, but the other voice is thinking it's something bad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I w- got myself there and I stayed in the present moment as much as I could. And it was something good. You see, mm-hmm. my intuition was right. And it would save me all that anxiety and all that, that thought and that, that worry, which I was worrying, which I know is praying backwards. Right. Mm-hmm. It actually turned out to be an opportunity for me. <laughs> Probably mm-hmm. it was a good thing to make some some really good money if I if I pursue this. So it's uh, one of those things where I don't know why it's human um, nature to think negative well, we have a lot more. We have like 70% more negative neuro, uh, you know, neural receptors for negativity than we do positivity. So it makes, that's why the news plays the negativity. We, that's where we have more receptors. And, uh, and maybe it's the evolutionary process that we had to always use thinking about the worst so we didn't get eaten by a tiger, you know? Yeah, yeah. You're always this. And now that, you know, we're safe and we don't, as a general rule, don't have you know, that many catastrophic things that we have to worry about. We just really need to retrain our minds well, and, and even, recreate new new neural pathways. That neuroplasticity, it's it's vital. And I just think that the whole, uh, what was it, fear, flight, and then fawn. You were talking about fawn is where everything's all right. Yay, yay, yay. Uh, so right now, a lot of people are fighting, 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 fighting. And they, they're fighting, they think, for a really good cause, which is great. But what's it doing to your adrenal glands, you know? And so present moment and that's why i love being outside because you're sitting there thinking about everything you're not really present and then you see a bird fly by and all of a sudden you're in the present moment you know but if we're sitting in front of the news or you know taking in things that aren't healthy mind body or spirit and what once is called woo woo you know like (laughs) we're doing and we're doing grounding and, and meditation now the science is there i mean i'm reading going to you know PubMed and the National Institute for Health and and all these clinical trials are being done on these practices and they're finding they actually make a difference. And so it's no longer woo-woo. Quantum physics is no more woo-woo. It's we're getting to show that these things actually work on a scientific level. So people that once were afraid of it, I think they're getting to realize that um, well, they feel comfortable knowing that there's science behind it. So I think the world of alternative medicine is going to reach a whole new level. And it's going to help us process all these um, vast changes we're going to see over the next decade. Well, and I practice uh, Reiki, and it was Reiki too that I'd taken years back. And a woman had lost her husband. I was there to take her home with the share. It was just a crazy day. And I was, um, I could tell the story before, but my neighbors were doing something like in the middle of the night, two o'clock playing basketball by my window. And I was going to get angry. You know, I had to work the next day. I was going to get angry. And my voice is like, why don't you send her love and light? So mm-hmm. instead of getting angry and staying up all night mad, I sent her love and light. And then I fell asleep and I had this huge circle like in my eye just, and I woke up and they said, we just taught you something. 
And we're like, okay. So I, I get a phone call probably 9 o'clock in the morning, and it's her saying, I don't know what happened, but last night at blah, blah, blah time, I just felt so much love. Now my arm hairs just went up. And it was, yeah. and then she came and got Reiki with me, and I helped her go through all the, the, the stuff that went through after losing her husband. But it was such a, a gift for me to know that prayer and our thoughts, uh, when you send them to other people in a positive way, really do matter. Yeah, there's just no question. And and we need we need to hold space for each other. And people that call themselves healers, that's what they need to do, is we are just there to hold space. Our intention, our energy, our giftedness of being like you, being a Reiki master, because you have the ability to hold space for, and thus the person can respond. It's, it's really a symbiotic relationship. And we need more healers in the world and women I believe it's our time to really rise and shine on a whole new level. That's why I've been sitting back. They said, don't do anything except for take care of your health, get your foundation with your family, and just sit tight. (laughs) Everything will be all right, and then you expand your light. So now we are at that point where we need to expand our light and take Mm -hmm. care of ourselves. But now, more than ever, people are ready for uh, teaching again. I think... They know what doesn't work. And before we had to get off that treadmill, have some time in our house with our families, our relationships, and really look at our lives, which Mm -hmm. I'm sure everybody got that from all around the world. I'm interviewing people from all around the world, and they're all sitting at home with their kids, homeschooling, uh, learning uh, valuable lessons about what's actually valuable. And what you said, instead of uh, letting go, but it's more like learning and evolving. Yeah, absolutely. And as you know, I'm a woman that's, you know, moving into my 60s now. And I look at the transformation of my own life, the evolution, and now I get to watch it in my children. And I, I get to watch it in the world. And when we have a healthier, I would call healthier perspective, we can observe and let it be a teacher for us, instead of being a person that turns and judges. And our challenge is we turn and judge everything instead of being an observer. And then when we observe, we get to see the transformation, the evolution, not only in ourselves, which we oftentimes need a lot of self-love and self-forgiveness because, you know, we, 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 if we knew better, we would have done better, whatever that means. But, and then we get to see the world um, and maybe our children, our family from a different perspective one of love and and not judgment to me that's the highest form of evolution and then i turned to my little book after we talked and this is what they said inner peace can be reached only when we practice forgiveness forgiveness Mm -hmm. is the letting go of the past and is therefore the means for correcting our misperceptions so i just i love because i don't even think i like letting go anymore i love the evolution the evolving and learning and being more equanimous which is coming from a perspective that we all came here to learn something. We're all learning. This is your life, your journey. And no, they said on the Lamberth, no one said it would be easy, <laughs> you know. So here we are. And now we're in, in class and everyone's learning a different lesson. And it's A, B, C, it doesn't really matter. We're all getting grades and it's all about us. And it's so, I mean, really in what's happened has really opened up a vast variety of opportunity. For us, I mean, uh, I'm going to be doing an online retreat next weekend, um, dance and move with your spirit guides and and um, looking into Akashic records and people finding their spirit guides and then 
well, I'm going to get to lead some dance and movement to help you be in touch on a spiritual level with them. I mean, who would have thought you'd be doing something like that online a year ago? It's just wild. And these online retreats have actually been very intimate, um, effective, productive, and and really fun times. So we're, we're being gift, we're being gifted, and we're being blessed in some very unique and profound ways despite the tragedy that has gone on this last year. And, and I'm embracing Zoom, you know, but I'm just, I have to learn one more thing. Uh, but I, I think too that uh, it's, before we had to have a venue, people had to physically move out of their house and get there in traffic. And now we, you're right, we can do just about anything if we're creative. And I want to do a whole day event, of course, with speakers. And you know, now I can actually see it happening. Ah, my intuition, my, my, yeah. my <laughs> yes. brow chakra. So I see it happening. I, I would love to do uh, like a 20 minutes, half hour, hour talks and half hour talks and then bring on Faye and she'll sing us a song or, you know, and then move to the next person and people can come and go as they please. You know, I just don't know how to do like people are all in their houses and I, I'm like a little kid watching them you know, like, yeah. and I'm the teacher and it's like, pay attention, pay attention. Yeah. But, so those, yeah. I'm evolving, right? I'm evolving. Absolutely. Good for you, Dina. And the world needs you. The world needs us. And so I think when we, in a humble way, step into that and quit playing small and all of us just say, what is it that I'm being, uh, that my intuition, my gut's prodding me to do and never underestimate the um, power of what you have to offer to this world. And all the planets are direct. So get on Yay. the dance floor. <laughs> I'm looking, I'm out there. I'm ready. Yeah. I even started teaching online fitnesses, which I, I am loving it. I just, maybe it brings out that little performer side of me, man. Just give me a camera and let me move. <laughs> yeah. And I, I thought of having like a, a little retreat because uh, the labyrinth and we have like the sunset and maybe I'll do it with a little camera one day, but I really do look forward to having people come and I've had a few couples and we do the distancing thing. They're in their car. Right. I'm in my car and we do have right. restaurants open. So we do the shocker readings and they can't touch the rocks. They just tell me what color they like. And guess what? It worked. It was like, it blew my mind. And at the end, the couple are having a really nice conversation about something they, they wouldn't have ever talked about. Mm -hmm. So I'm back. It just, I, I took a, a year. I wasn't doing my homework. And then last year when you came out and visit me, I started picking up my rocks and doing my, my shocker readings and doing my prescriptions and my intuition is back. And when it's back, you don't need to watch or read or do anything because the information comes directly to you from above. Mm. And you you get yeah. this voice. And it's just so smart and it's so wise. And if you just follow it, you don't get anxiety. <laughs> don't, don't underestimate the power of dormancy when that seed is laying quiet and in the foul ground. And we think it's died, but really it's there just ruminating getting a little sprout and a depth to it. So it may seem like we've stepped out and off, but really if we, if we're in the arms of love, God, the universe, certainly that dormancy is just a time of, I like to say being rocked in a cradle where we're being nurtured in at a soul level. And then as that seed begins to sprout, um, then the fruit of what was going on down below gets to come up again. And, and that's growth. That's evolution. It's an ebb and flow. Nothing forever blooms, right? It always goes to a stage of dormancy. So embrace those seasons too. And hibernating is good. I, I sleep a lot. And I know that 
I'll be on the dance floor here soon. So I needed rest. Rest is good. That's right. Absolutely. And yeah, we underestimate the power of rest also in our society because our, our work is often measured by our productivity. And, and we measure productivity by what we can hand to our boss, our paycheck. Uh, we don't see productivity as something that is done in our sleep. It really is. And peace of mind, when mm -hmm. you have that, you're rich beyond mm -hmm. measure. So that's what mm -hmm. I'm focusing on is just peace of mind and just, like you said, listen more, talk less, be with the ones you love, and enjoy Mother Nature. And establish a routine in your life that always includes self-care and an opportunity for you to evolve. If you don't give yourself the opportunity, believe me, it'll find its way to your life and it won't be as pleasant if you, unless you volunteer for it. So. Volunteer to volunteer for yourself. Uh, yeah. So give everyone your contact. Yeah, well, if you want to see my webinar, I have a free webinar. We can go to www serenitynowsystem.com uh, and there I have a free webinar that talks about how to deal with anxiety. I'm at Twin Peaks Nutrition and Wellness in North Bend. You can Facebook me at Sharon Hockenberry, um, Twin Peaks, Serenity Now, um, also engagefitness.org. So I'm all over the place. Just Google my name. <laughs> Just Google me, please. I'm going to try to Sharon do Hockenberry. not all over the place, but yeah, I'm I can see how you can get a little bit out there when you start learning all this stuff. So Yeah, it's really fun. But I'm also very, very um, routine. I make sure I take care of myself. So um, I'm out hiking at least three days a week. I exercise four to five days a week. I eat well. Well, you could write a whole book on your evolution. So maybe that's yeah. what your homework is because yeah, you have. I think it is. It since is, I met you for sure. I, but I had to forgive myself for a lot of the things and choices that I made. And now my perspective um, is different and what I have to offer and support people through is pretty profound and I can do it from a place of love now and not shame or judgment. Amen. All right. I love seeing you on Zoom. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to take our break. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Stay tuned. Every outcome, every warm gun, every profit, and kneeling down to the flashing numbers, the NASDAQ, the cold constructs, running backwards, so just keep moving, just keep moving, just keep moving. Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, and join the Our Energy Matters online community today. You will experience classes and one-on-one -on -one conversations with me that will inspire you to live life to the fullest in these changing times. Learn more about yourself and how to expand your energy, plus have fun in the process. Every month, I will highlight one of our Our Energy Matters members as a guest on Lift Your Spirits Radio. For more information, visit me, Dina Marie, at dina-marie.com. 2021 is your year to shine. Twin Peaks Nutrition and Wellness in North Bend is a community hub of health and wholeness. The owner, Sharon Hockenberry, brings over 25 years of experience as a certified herbalist, wellness consultant, and Reiki master. You'll find quality supplements, loose leaf teas, herbs, organic skincare, and so much more. Visit TwinPeaksNutritionAndWellness.com for classes and services. Like Twin Peaks Nutrition and Wellness on Facebook to see all they have to offer. Are you planning your next move? We know it can be stressful, but at a swift move, you can relax and leave the work to us. 
You can put your mind at ease that your personal items will be safe throughout the entire moving process. To get a free quote from licensed professionals so you can compare and save, call us at 425-309-0577. That's 425-309-0577. So make your next move a swift one and give us a call. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to support the sponsors of your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. I almost forgot where I was and what show I was on. <laughs> Sometimes I get like a wrangly in. <laughs> Reel me in. Uh, that's Intuition, Nathaniel Talbot. You can get his uh, music, NathanielTalbot.com, Deep Harvest Farm, and uh, Whidbey Island. So we're going to uh, go back. And joining me this morning is Travis Kulchar. Kulchar, why do I say that? I must know you in a past life as someone else. Good morning, Travis. <laughs> Good morning. How are you, Dina? Well, I have an intuition, and the other day I, I thought of Sharon to be on the show, and then my voice said, do not even think about it. Someone will just drop into your life. And who called me, like, at Monday morning at 8 a.m.? Oh, I, I couldn't help but think of you at 8 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, Travis, how did we meet? Well, I guess that's the reason why. It's the morning. We uh, met on a morning kayak tour. I was guiding on the south side of Whidbey Island, and uh, beautiful uh, sun coming over the horizon, tight morning, and uh, we're out paddling. And yeah, it was just good conversation, good weather, good time together. It was a beautiful day, and I actually have a video, and you're saying, "Who wouldn't want anything more?" You just like you have your arms up in the air and looking around. And it, I just met you, and we hadn't even gotten the kayak yet. But you were behind me because I was I was solo, and we right. talked we talked about what for two hours. Oh, uh, anything from more is less uh, to simplifying life to nature to whales to my military time, just everything in two hours. And when we got back, I said, "Oh, that's what you look like," because you can't really turn around the whole thing. <laughs> um, and then I went back and we did a, a full moon. Uh, full moon uh, kayaking trip, and then this year, you've been on the show twice. This year, I was working at the grocery store, and, and who did I run into? <laughs> uh, none other than me. And you were, um, do you think you're, I felt like uh, some little cloud was over your head. Do you feel that was going on? Well, for all of us? You know, yeah, I think, uh, I think the way the world turned for everybody, it definitely affected everybody differently, and for me, it uh, I know it brought out a lot of uh, anger and frustration inside of me, and so I had to personally go back into counseling. So the uh, euphoric side of me was not out as much last year. 
and we kind of hit and miss. I saw you run by a couple times. We said hi, and then you went somewhere. Where'd you go? Well, through, uh, through the spiritual healing side, I uh, had an opportunity to go back to Georgia and stay with my parents. Um, I wasn't sure if it was a good idea, but my brother was inspiring me to come back to see my parents and be involved in their life. And uh, I guess in a nutshell, Dana, I took the opportunity and came back, and it's been an amazing journey to be back at your parents' house after 21 years of not being around them. So for the 21... 21- so I'm, actually, I'm actually in Georgia right now. <laughs> yeah. So you call me from Georgia, and I'm like... The, the person will arrive. We'll, I'll know the perfect person. And then I said I'd text you the next day, and sure enough, I, it was before the next day that I would text you. I texted you that day and said, be on the show. And we got to catch up. And you're just, uh, you're, you're kind of like a yogi to me. And when, when you talk to me, I feel like you, you're teaching me stuff. I probably already know it, but I'm remembering. I, I want you to come from a place where, you know, you're just getting out of the military and your, your ankles hurt and, and, and you're how old at that time? Uh, 28, 29 years old. Um, I had, I was get, I was looking to do possibly another four years in the Navy. Um, however, the ankle uh, caused me to see that uh, something different, higher, bigger was calling me. So I took the opportunity and got out of the Navy, and it ultimately led to kayaking, which has led to meeting you and many other people. And then you've been, you read a lot, you quote a lot, and you listen to a lot of good music. So what have you been learning? Well, uh, I'll quote a band called Smith & Myers. They wrote a song called Coast to Coast. And they talk about running coast to coast. And I literally grew up in Georgia. And I thought I was exploring the West Coast. And I was definitely running. Um, I was definitely running from coast to coast, as the song talks about. And now being back here, it's, I don't feel like I'm running, even though, you know, Dina, to be honest, when I was first here the first week, it was like, you know what? I'm out. I got to go. Stay here a little bit longer. It humbles you out, and you're like, no, 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 I can, I can do this. I don't have, I can separate the emotions, the anxiety, the fears, the, you know, I'm still a child of feelings and let go of it. And kind of embrace the moment and stop living in the past and recently I watched a movie called soul and it seems like we we set a purpose and we hang on to that purpose and then when that purpose goes away we have the midlife crisis um maybe we, as we change like the different seasons and we have to adapt and change the seasons maybe we have to let go of the old image and change season to season so maybe it's a different career in one year and once that career is over in 40 years, is, is our soul fulfilled? In a lot of cases, no, because we picked a college degree that just you know got us through, or we graduated college and had student loan and just took any job because we couldn't pay off the student loan. So maybe we didn't get the job we wanted. So there's a lot of reasons to be adaptable, even in jobs and careers. And you were saying when you got back with your parents, it was you were seeing them as if it was 20 years ago and and realizing yep. now that and this is what Sharon and her she has nine kids what we were talking about is together is that we're not the same people and we have to forgive them and we have to forgive ourselves if we're going to move forward yeah, and 
And with, whether it's a job, a career, a family member, a let, letting go of the image that I hold, and I think I'm a kayaker. And to be honest, I haven't guided in three years. And letting go of that image of my parents, and they're not you know, 25, they're not 35 or raising me anymore. Letting go of that is it's really hard, and you have to come back and face it or or address the issue, if you will, whatever that might be in your life, and realizing that my parents were young when they had me and letting go of the image. Yeah, that's a, it, was, it was all in my head, and as I was letting go of it, it was seeing that I was holding a pattern, and by not being here, it was all a pattern in my head that I was holding on the West Coast. And see, I love that, because that, it goes along with the evolution that she was talking about, evolving and learning and you, you've done inner work. Now we have to practice in relationships. So when you right. called me and you told me what you were doing, I was doing the same thing with my grown-up children. You see how see how you made me almost cry right now? So right. I'm the parent, and, you know, and I think of you as a child, <laughs> as one of my kids. Yeah. So it's it's it was your perspective, you know, and then I'm thinking of my, um, Sharon and her perspective and how we're all just here to learn. And I, I've always cherished every time I've talked to you because I have learned something, you know. Uh, uh, Dina, I, I think every time I talk to somebody that I, I grow in my own way and being able to share and be humble with you in the way you're humble with me, I, it, it feels like a, like a multiple seed growing and the roots are going and we're intertwining the roots. And uh, Sometimes I don't know if I'm teaching you or I'm just sitting there learning from you. So it, to me, it's, it's, it's equal for, for me as well. It's very tribal, and that's what I, I really have learned. I always knew it, but getting back into your roots, getting back into your birth, how you got here, your parents, your tribe, and, and, and being um, more respectful for where you came from and, and being more understanding and accepting, and then living in the present moment and moving forward. That you know, that's the part. How, how, some, like my mom was asking, how do you how do you let go of your image, or how do you move past it? And we have to challenge ourselves, put ourselves in situations that are uncomfortable. And that's where the present comes in. Is okay. What did I do yesterday that I don't agree with? Vice versa. What did I do yesterday that I did enjoy, and kind of put ourselves in those situations so we can you know, learn, grow, evolve past it, and then you know moving towards the future. Okay. Tomorrow, what did I do the day before? You just keep growing, building on it like a building block or a Lego. Well, and I like, okay, doing the thing that you did right, focusing on that. So I have events. I think life is one big event. Every day is an event. So I used to just, like, do everything, and I would take care of everything. And then one day I learned how to delegate. And then my events got really good because I bring back the people that shined. And by the last event I actually did, everybody showed up. Everybody did what they were supposed to do. But it was me that changed, right? Instead of banding over backwards, right. trying to be a perfectionist, blah, 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 I learned. And that is what I, how I kind of do life now. And I bring people back into my life that shine. So your call mm. was, was perfect because I'm in that same kind of boat, um, and I'm, I'm sitting tight. I'm not running away anymore. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, the, the boat, you brought up a boat. We'll go back to the first time we met. It, the kayak, it, it, it rocks and it waves. Uh, sometimes the waves are big, sometimes they're small. And learning how to keep, stay still in the waves, that's the tricky part. But that's also where we start surfing in a kayak. That's also where you can do tricks and stuff like that. 
So once you can learn to kind of sit still or move or go forward wherever you need to, but be at peace that I might flip or I might, you know, have a tough moment. That's, that, I think to me, that's where it's all, the fun or the magic of life comes in. And being in the present and a mastership of my mind. And I was saying the last two weeks I had my boat rocked. So I was starting to think, you know, it was going <laughs> to overturn. I was uh, totally entertaining the overturning, falling over type thing. And then I put the boat back up and I'm like, wait a minute. I don't have to go right. there. Whether I overturn or not, I don't have to take myself into that adrenal fight or flight stage. I can just be at peace. Right. So it's 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 real magical when you start really watching your thoughts and and listening to your body and feeling your heart rate go up in the middle of the night. When you're going places, you you really have a choice that you don't have to go in your own mind. Dina, like when I was coming out of counseling this year, my counselor really helped me to see that fight or flight is an animal instinct. And I, why do I have to stay and fight? Uh, why do I have to run? Can I just have a conversation without being emotional? Can I just sit without having to turn on music? Can I just, you know, just be with, just listen to the wind? Can I just be? And that that fight or flight, I'm realizing that I can just sit. I, I don't have to always prove my point. I don't always have to be right. And being back around my parents is the ultimate letting go of that because it's, for all of us in so many ways we want to prove to our parents that we can do this or that and i don't really need to prove anything anymore and that feels so good and i think people are, are i've been watching people i love are, are fighting against something they're fighting against something instead of being for something and recently i found myself waking up at 5 a.m and laying in bed for two hours like you said listening to the wind Listening to the silence. I have I have an owl now that I can hear, and I, I open the window so I can hear him better. I don't know if it's a guy. But anyways, it's just that whole piece of mind and entertaining that. And it, it is a, it's not even meditation. It's just a choice. It's just a choice. Mm-hmm. Well, that, to me, the, the, I was raised in America and the Western philosophy of go out there and accomplish something or become something. Really, studying some of the Eastern philosophies, it really helped me to see that I what, what was I before I was taught to go out there and become something? And the only way to figure that out is to sit and be silent. And that was, a, I don't know, being a military person, you know, being raised in a society that has a lot of entertainment and things like that. It was it was tough to slow down and just sit. Um, and I think that's where the ankle surgery really helped me to sit to where now the pandemic really forced me to want to come back and be around my parents and my family and let go of that, you know, inner demon of childhood and not that way anymore so why am i holding on to it yeah and i had my son he comes and visit me once a week and on my couch like on wednesday night sat and said he'd rather be nowhere but with me you know and his family and he's been through really tough times and he actually was telling me remember that year and that year and we were going through some tough times especially when he was growing up we got divorced and things me and my ex-husband, but it was so weird to see him at 27 sitting on the couch, a grown man, uh, and he's my baby, so we always call him Mikey. Now everyone calls him Mikey, poor Mike. But, you know, he's been on the show quite a bit going through his stuff, and I just, I, I find pure joy, you know, in relationships right now. That's what 2020 taught me is being around kind, gentle, fascinating people is really um, a richness. <laughs> in the last year, I, I my producer Benny, I've just like we've been here almost seven years, and I, I really enjoy coming. In. I probably come in early too much sometimes, but I enjoy visiting with them. You know, so I think our health and our relationships, you know, are priceless. I, I think definitely for the mental health and 
connecting and just talking and sharing ideas is very crucial during this time right now. So I agree 100% with you. And your intuition must have been intact because you literally called. And normally at 8 o'clock, I'm kind of late because I'm supposed to be somewhere at work, I guess. <laughs> I, I try to sleep in a little bit more. But, uh, no, that was perfect. I was wide awake, and I'm like, we had a really nice conversation. And so what just, just it was, what made you call me? Oh, I, I just, I, honestly, I woke up and was thinking about a friend who was struggling with her mother and uh, reached out to her. Uh, her and was talking to her and started thinking about how I did a podcast with you and thinking about some of the conversations we had. So I just went on your website and saw your phone number and was like, just thinking of sending her one of the podcasts that I did with you in the past. And was like, well, you know what? I ain't called Dana. And last time I saw her, I wasn't in a great headspace and see what she's up to and kind of catch up. So yeah, that's kind of how it happened. And the beauty of it is what I'm learning this year is not to go out and help people. So when I saw you with the cloud over your head, the old Dina would have grabbed your hand and said, you're coming to my office and we're doing a session. <laughs> I mean, I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. And I'm breaking myself of that. I've had multiple tests on Woodby Island. And even from, like, the kid forgetting his lunch at work and me wanting to go make him a, a lunch and not doing that. And it's just been such a test for me just to have people reach out to me when we're both on the same little wavelength and it feels good. Right. Well, yeah, no, I think when people speak, it's much easier to receive the information, and it's hard to receive it when you're not really speaking it. So I, I totally agree with that. Well, and if I was to force you to do something that you're not ready for, I'm taking away your, your journey and your lessons and your life, li- literally. And that's what parents do. That's what we do. We want to get you there, and we want to help you, and we want to make sure you're okay, but in the end, we have to let you fall. Oh, uh that, I think that's the hardest part is, is letting the child fall and straight their knees, uh, metaphorically and literally. And uh, you know, as a parent, it's probably the most rewarding thing for them. And looking back at, you know, being here at my parents' house, it's I, 20, 21 years ago, I was kicked out of the house, uh, you know, told to leave. And my dad says it's the hardest decision they ever made. But looking back, dude, I think it's the best decision because I learned how to be a man. I learned how to persevere. I learned many things. So I think parents have to kind of push at when the time is right. And I'll be honest, all three of my kids, I've had to have a little decision made just like that. And they all thank me now. And I did not want to do it. <laughs> I, I did not want to do it at all. But I, again, I have an intuition. I know when, when I hear that voice and then when they come back a couple years later and say, or even three days later and say, mom, thank you. You know, it's it's it's, right. it's it's relationships are 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 so difficult yet so rewarding, and I'm just so proud of you. Uh, well, thank you, Dina. And whether it's a boss employee relationship or a kayaking person taking out a person kayaking or a father son relationship, they they all take work in their own way. And we have to be more conscious, or if we're not, if we're unconscious, like you say, we're we're watching television, we're taking this drug, or we're we're keeping ourselves way too busy. You know, the pandemic was a blessing because if I say right now, if you haven't gotten it, not the virus, if you haven't gotten the lesson yet, you're probably not going to get it because things are going to start speeding up. But we had that window and I was working at a grocery store and you you were running by and it was a, 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 a I had to sit tight. And I think that's what you and I had to learn to sit tight, sit in it and deal with it. Well, I, going back to the song that I quoted, Smith and Myers, Coast, Coast to Coast, it's 
it, it seems like if we just run the coast to coast, you're not really enjoying that there's two beaches on the coast to coast. So I think when I come back, it's going to be more enjoying the beach instead of going just to the coast to the coast. Mm-hmm. And to me, if I wouldn't have had the pandemic, you know, I was already five events into it. You know, I was still, I was, I'm gonna be, I was five events into like just running, meeting people, and 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 I did. I wouldn't have taken that time to stop. I had this thing. I was co, uh, I'm codependent. And I I tried to do too much, and it, I had some time to, like my son says, to do myself, to basically mm-hmm. take care of me. And I can see now I have a foundation. Now I get to move forward. Now I can move on. But before I had to stop that behavior, and I'm really, I'm really practicing it, and I'm liking it. <laughs> well, Dina, for me, I had just started enjoying going out because we've talked about my veteran times and you know, my, or my military times and being a veteran, and going back out and being social with people. I had just started enjoying it, and so for me, having the pandemic hit, it, it challenged me to go back and. Be, look at the last piece of my inwardness and that was you know my my family and the pandemic forced me to have to go out of myself to go be around people and the people i need to be around is my family right now and and so for me it even challenged me in that regard and ptsd is is about um unpacking you know right and so you're unpacking your past and eventually i say your past is past can't we live in the future like right here right here right now but we can't until we kind of figure out why we do what we do. And, and I love counseling. I mean, if you get a good counselor, you need someone to talk to occasionally, right? Oh, yeah. I've always thought that, you know, good friends and family is, you know, another form of counseling. And sometimes we need that really good friend that we can bounce ideas off that, you know, understands the psychology side a little bit more intensely. So, yeah, I even look at my counselor as a friend. I was like, I know we have professional and but by the end of it, when I can understand me better, that's a friend, in my opinion. So, Well, I look forward to more conversations by phone, and I also look back. You're going to come back to Woodby this spring, maybe? Yeah, most likely March, uh, April, early April at the latest. Not sure yet. Well, we have a kayaking date, remember? <laughs> yep, yep, we do. I, like I told you before, I, I'm always going to be a kayaker. I just, you know, don't do it for work right now. Well, but you can still go. Uh, you can still go kayaking. There's uh, plenty of places still, and companies still available on Woodby Island. Well, I look forward to it, and I just uh, thank you for reaching out to me, Travis. Thank you so much. Definitely, Dina. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, let's see. We're going to end the show with um, Nathaniel Talbot's Intuition. We'll end the song with that, and that's Nathaniel Talbot. Dot com. He has a Facebook page, a musician page, and Deep Harvest Swarm. You can like go like that Facebook page, too. And if you want to get your uh, chakras read or anything like that, that's what I do. And I have a Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie Patreon. I made this weird Patreon with all my services, including the uh, being a guest on my show or coming out to Woodby Island. And also a seven-week series I have on the chakras, which Anthony Manna will be on my show next week. And he's going to interview me about him and our sessions and reading my book, which has been such a joy. Um, and my Wednesday class is 6 to 7 on Zoom. You can like me, uh, Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook or dina-marie.com. Join us next week for more people, places, and activities that will lift your spirits.
Another man up in the pulpit in the state house. Head of the table with the black pen, scratching egos, talking too loud. Externalize every outcome, every warm gun, every profit. And kneeling down to the fashion numbers, the NASDAQ, the cold constructs. Running backwards, so just keep moving, just keep moving, just keep moving. I'm learning every lesson that our mothers tried to teach us. the shadow of a false man's allegory slowly erasing that old violence from the story recoupling emotion slow emotion to intelligence granting the planters healers teachers feelers a new relevance what i need now ain't that old religion or the core 